0: Welcome to the Ohms Lounge Podcast, and today we have our host, Ohms, and myself, the Lone Salesman, and we'll be interviewing DJ d from the San Francisco Bay Area, who's currently known for playing in the Shibuya District of Tokyo, Japan, and also live streams on Twitch. In this episode, we'll be discussing life as a DJ during the pandemic, his journey into becoming a DJ, his inspirations, and plans for the future. Enjoy.
1: So, I know that you're doing a lot of your shows on Twitch now, and they're getting a lot of traction. Like, what led you into that? What were you doing pre-COVID, and what do you think you're doing so well now, as, like, uh, compared to what you were doing before? You're well on your way to partner, if you haven't gotten it already. Like, can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: I've been streaming online since back, way back, like, in the live stream days. So, th- this had to have been, like, maybe... Maybe early two thousands or 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 mid two thousands, like two thousand five, two thousand six, something like that. Maybe maybe a little earlier. So I was already streaming, and then so we'll fast forward to Twitch. So then Justin TV's, you know, changing over to Twitch TV. I was streaming on there, but I wasn't doing. DJ streams on my Twitch. So, I was only doing gaming content on my Twitch and I think DJ content or music content. I was only doing on Ustream. So, during that time, we had a radio show, a weekly radio show on the station alldayplay.fm and we we always had to go in studio, right? Their studio was in downtown Oakland. I figured, like, okay, well, we got the radio show. It's, you know, on the radio, it's on the internet. That's cool. But let's add the live video stream that we're already doing now, right? And we'll just add it onto Ustream. It went from that and us doing that all the time and people kind of picking up on it into. I can just do this on Twitch. And I would do it on my Twitch every now and then. But then there was like a good, maybe like four years where I just didn't touch Twitch at all. I don't know why. Before pandemic, I would stream on it every now and then. But it was more, it was back to just like me wanting to play games. Anything that had to do with DJ wise, I was already streaming on, I think Facebook, Facebook and Instagram. Whenever I had gigs, I would just stream from it because I had a pocket Wi-Fi. I think when the pandemic started, I think I was already doing some DJ streams on there from the house and just pretty much fucking around. I guess I kind of took it more seriously during the pandemic. I don't know. I never take this seriously, hmm. it's always just like fun and fucking around for me, right? Like, I'm not, it's not a gig, so I'm not going to take it seriously. This is just me. This is my practice time. So, I mean, the the following was already there previously, right? And then now it's just like slowly trying to get everybody to go to this one place, I don't care if people go to the Twitch, my Twitch page or not, and watch it because that's not my goal with it. My goal with it is just to have my time. And if other people are interested in listening to it, then cool. But at the end of the day, like I'm not sitting here checking my analytics and, oh, I I only had this many people here and it seems like they're only here during these parts. Like, yeah, all that shit. I don't care about because at the end of the day, like after the pandemic, like people aren't going to give a shit about the Twitch stream and they'd rather go see you out. And I'd rather play out than be at home by myself playing.
1: Yeah. That kind of leads into another question. So like, what are the live shows you got planned once everything kind of rolls over with COVID? Like, I'm not planning
2: uh, shit. Like, you've thought about it, obviously, though, right? I mean, yeah. So, I mean, we we have things in the works that we've had talked about, like, literally pre-global lockdown. Shit. We were supposed to have, like, three new events up and going, when did everything lock down? Like, March, right? Of last year?
0: Yeah, just about.
2: Yeah. So, I think, like, in March or April, we were supposed to start late March... Or late April, I think. We were supposed to start on a couple of events that we had lined up. And, you know, during that time, we're, we're just, okay, you know, things are still locked down. So we'll wait another month. We'll wait another month. So it turned into that. And then it just turned into me saying like, hey, this shit about to last hell along. <laughs> I'm about to do some other shit. All this shit's ready, you know. It's all so yeah. this is all back burner shit now. Now I'm just gonna focus on me. Like we're good. So whenever this shit ends, we'll be fine. These are in place.
1: So like, how much do you rely on the on the venues themselves to helping you out? I don't. The,
2: they don't. Help I hella at don't. All. Like, because I don't at the end of anybody. the day, like they're not they're not really trying to help us, right? Mm-hmm. Unless we know the owners and we're hella cool with the owners, like that. They're making money off you. They're making way more money off of you than you do them, right? Yeah, the venues and shit, like, I don't care about. At the end of the day, you can throw the same event at a different fucking venue. You can throw the same event outside without a venue.
0: I mean, speaking of events, I will say that you have planned with your other colleagues, other DJs online on Twitch. You guys have done, like, events, raid sessions, or even if it's, like, a birthday thing. I mean, I've been watching you for a year or two now and sometimes i moderate your channel you do you guys do organize some events i mean i think that's kind of takes a lot of coordination
2: yeah I, I, mean, I mean the the twitch events
0: are cool they're cool i mean i i can only imagine it's limiting to what you guys actually want to do right
2: yeah some of my best gig memories or memories as a dj are out right with other yeah. people like the people that's in the room help that mentality and help that energy for you to be able to have a really good experience, whether you're, really? you're there watch to watch somebody or hear somebody, or if you're performing and Twitch is like, it's,
0: you don't see a total right?
2: opposite. Yeah. So you, you, you really have to like key into your own self to be able to get that kind of energy. You know, you're, you're feeding off of yourself. That's why sometimes like during my streams, I, I'll amaze myself with something that I do. And I was like, oh, this alcohol is really tapping into some creative (laughs) juices right now. (laughs) Keep it going. Going back to,
1: like, you know, when COVID's done, like, how do you think the crowds are going to be like? Do you think it's going to be a noticeable difference?
2: Oh, hell Um, yeah. Hell yeah.
1: What was the first thing that comes
2: to mind? side things are opening up, right? Uh, California is fully open. So, Um, Vegas. The first day things were opened up, all the clubs were already like had shit planned. It was just go season, right? So everybody was going out to these places. There was lines, all that shit. So it's all full. That's cool. But for me, that doesn't mean like it's safe to, you know what I'm saying? I would still have, have my hesitance towards it, but that's just me. Even for a place like here here in japan right just seeing how they've dealt with it now to see like once we start getting vaccines out here and i don't know i don't know if it's if it's gonna matter from how things have played out this last year and a half it seems like a pandemic hasn't mattered at all to anyone here really right
0: yeah it's like business as usual kind of
2: yeah it's like all right and you know what i'm saying like (laughs) that kind of mentality is like what the fuck so that doesn't help me in making that decision to be like, all right, well, fuck it. Let's go get this money. Let's go start throwing these events. Like, I got homies that are out right now doing events and shit in Tokyo, but it's it's kind of like, that's on them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I know people here that's gotten COVID because of shit like that. <laughs> I'm not trying to be one of those people. Once everything does get better i think it's it's gonna be the same nothing's like we're not gonna see all these events plateau to a new fucking level it's just gonna be the same the only difference is like let's say for the first six months you're gonna just see stacked ass events because Mm -hmm. everybody's had like you know, a year and a half to stack up some money, right? So that means you got a year and a half's worth of money to throw into these events now. That's true. Once that shit, you know, starts tapering off, then it's going to be the same way it was a year and a half ago, pre-COVID. I don't think it's going to get, you know, that much different. Yeah, I think it's still going to be a while for us to be, even after, you know, let's say the world is vaccinated. It's still going to be a while to see like, okay, is, is shit still going to be bad? Are we still going to see cases pop up? Yeah, it, it's it's just a, a big unknown variable to like kind of include into that. That's why I haven't even really like tripped off of, you know, thinking about gigs outside. Because I mean, it's not going to be as like it was before.
1: I figured I'd ask you all that because I know that you're very passionate about like making music. So I just thought it was interesting, like on what it was that like, I wanted to know your take on the whole thing, because if it's going to be for better or for worse, I wanted to know like how that's going to be affecting you personally. Cause like you, you know, you, you don't make a living off of your, uh, off of your music. It's more or less just like a fun thing to do. And if you get money on the side, you get money on the side. That's cool. But like, yeah. what, what do you see like other DJs and people that want this to be their main career path? struggling with the most like how is that going to be affecting guys like that what are this what are some of the things that you would suggest because you've been in the you've been in the music industry like you
2: you you see some things like i stopped wanting or i guess not wanting but having this as as an actual profession because at one point like this is all i've literally done since high school more or less and it wasn't until like a few years ago like maybe three years ago where i've had to tell myself like all right, i need to slow the fuck up i need to like start looking at my my long term as far as being here in japan right because for the past you know nine ten years this has been home base but i've done it all without a visa
0: mm. i was gonna ask yeah. you too what made you come to japan and you know switch like home bases plant your feet here in japan
2: rather than random coin flip no i'm dead ass serious a random coin flip like during 2000 so i moved out here 2010 a little before that the music industry was changing so i went to school for audio engineering and sound design and i was thinking all right i know this shit this shit's hella easy you know i've i've this is all I've done since I was in high school. So I can pass these classes, pass the classes, got certified. I was like, cool, I'm going to go work in you know, a studio, and it's going to be fun. But then that's when everything was becoming way more affordable for recording equipment. Everything was going digital, right? So oh, even I music. See. And how music was being distributed. So that what that meant was, oh, all these big studios are going to start closing down. And sure enough, that's what happened. So a lot of once I finished school, a lot of fucking studios started closing down, and it was just like, oh fuck. <laughs> and all these studios that that were staying open that I I was hitting up, they were all looking for people that had like actual work experience you know, working for another place and they were asking like five years experience or, you know, seven years experience. It's like, who, who, what? Like how (laughs) the, how the fuck do you expect like kids out of college to get into this? So on top of that, DJ wise, the, the scene was switching to basically like Vegas style of music and parties and shit. And I wasn't with that shit. Like, what do you mean? Like, are you talking about like first Fridays they would have every month and stuff like where they had a coordinated events? It was like musically. So, so whether it was like, you know, just all mashups, top 40, uh, shit like that. So I wasn't into that. I was like, okay, everybody's just hopping on this fucking wave just to like make money like they're not trying to put on a good event they're not trying oh, yeah. to yeah, play like, good music <laughs> they're not yeah, trying to do really... anything dope. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: I can't see you doing like a dubstep event. You know <laughs> <laughs> uh, dubstep dubstep that's fine. Like yeah. but like top 40 fucking you know like I play some top 40 but I'm I'm it's it's all shit that I like and it's what I think is dope. It's not fucking everything. I'm not going to play fucking everything. Yeah. And what else was it? It was like tech house or Swedish house or shit like that. Right. Like I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Like where everything, your event is dictated by bottle service. I see. How many, how many VIPs did you sell? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Like, your experience isn't going to be based off of how much you spend that night, right?
1: Right. Yeah, because, like, that's kind of unfair for them to even ask that of you, because it seems like anybody that goes to a club, they're they're having different prerogatives in mind, not strictly for the music. They're going there to get fucking laid, get coked up, whatever.
2: Yep. Show off. So, I wasn't with that, and that's what I wasn't about. So it came to a point to where it was like, all right, originally I was going to, I was looking into moving to New York because after school I was like, okay, most studios are either in LA or New York. I don't like being in LA longer than I have to.
0: Mm, Yeah. I didn't like it the short time I was there either.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And New York, whenever I went to New York, New York felt more like home because it's a big ass city where L.A. L.A. is a big city, but it's not really a a metropolitan city like
0: there's no buses or trains
2: or Tokyo. Yeah. But then I I was kind of like, oh, but then, you know, the music scene, it's just all that shit was just really fucking me up. So Mm. I was just like, okay, well. You know, I grew up hearing all these stories all the time from my grandparents of, like, places they've been and all these different dope-ass sounding countries. Fuck it. I'm going to do something like that, too.
0: Yeah, okay.
2: Right? So, I wasn't really thinking about what country would make sense. It was more like, what do I need for myself? I love the beach, Right? And I think that's just the Hawaiian bias saying that. So what's a what's a country I would want to go to that's got a nice ass beach? Oh well, my grandfather used to tell me stories about Bali and shit and the beach isn't Bali. All right, fuck it. Bali. Okay, no, right. what what would be another choice? Hmm. Let me think hey, Ireland, what's the total opposite of Bali? Hmm. It would be a big ass city, right? Okay, what big right. ass city? I don't want to go to London. No, because that shit. Their weather is just depressing. Sorry if there's (laughs) any British listeners, but y'all, y'all, fucking weather is depressing as shit. Yeah, it's like being in Seattle.
0: I did talk. Yeah, one of my Twitch viewers is from London, and she she tells me the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's always cloudy here.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm cool off that. So I figured a dope big city that I would want to live in or check out or whatever would be Tokyo. All right. So how the fuck am I going to decide? Yeah. Uh, which one to go to? So I literally said, okay, heads, Bali tails, Tokyo flip the coin landed on tails. Two days later, went to go see a travel agent, bought a ticket. And then a week and a half later, I moved.
0: You're in Tokyo, so all wow. this
2: shit happened like really fucking quickly. And out of nowhere to most, to most people back home. Like I literally told my friends, I think a week before I was leaving and I was just like, yeah, I'm out.
0: That's crazy, man. So like going back, I mean, do you think you would tell your younger self any, anything like any no. advice? No, you nope. just go with the Hell same no. path. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> That's good.
2: Like, like a lot of people so so whenever i i tell that story right people are just always like what the fuck right like that's that's the general the general reply to that is just like what the fuck like that's that's fucking ballsy
0: that's something you should do when you're young right i mean you got to yeah, take risks
2: that, so that's the thing like when you're young i think even at at our age now we should just say fuck it there's you no it? real reason yeah. For us to keep ourselves in one place like that, right? And not want to, I guess, like, serve that curiosity within us. Or else, it's always going to be a question of, I wonder what would have been.
0: Hmm. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I've I've known you for, like, three or four years now. But, like, I'm always learning new things about you. And I, I always thought, like, one of the mo- more interesting people i know and even even though like every time we talk i learn new things i feel like i'm just hitting the tip of the iceberg would you say that's true like is there just a whole other side of you that i haven't even seen yet
2: I mean, i've just lived a lot i mean that that would be yeah that's that's pretty fair uh, when i guess it just depends right yeah it just depends on the person you know, for, for the most part, most people are, are comfortable staying where they, where they are. Like I was like that for the longest, like I didn't, mm. for the longest, I didn't think about wanting to leave my city, but I mean, that's some mentality we all have back home where I grew up. It's like, why, you know, the, who cares? We're getting money here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So why do we need to go, go outside? another place like fuck all that none of that shit interests me to be clear by by the time I left the states I have traveled around the states so I've been to a a lot of cities and states but it took a lot for me to get to that point of saying oh let's go let me go check out over here let me go do something over here and see what they're doing what they're talking about and then that kind of opened me up to, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I think, and I think, I think all of that leads to when, when things like that are happening little by little, it, you're, you're doing a, a lot of shit that you yourself wouldn't necessarily think you would have did at that point. Once you finally get out of that, that mode, then you're just like, all right, I'm going to do whatever. <laughs> and see what what happens. And those, you know, like you were saying, those make interesting ass stories for later. Like I never saw it as that. Oh man, I'm a I'm gonna do a lot just so I can have some like dope, interesting stories. Like I always just thought of it as like, you know, I'm young, I'm dumb, I'm gonna do some dumb shit.
0: Well, what would your recommendation be to young people trying to do what you do? Going back to kind of what Josh said, I mean, do it. don't necessarily- think
2: about it. Just
0: do it. Just do Perfect. it. Just and just do another it. thing I wanted to kind of address was, you know, uh, I've met a lot of people through you and, you know, through your music scene or whatever. And normally, you know, they have nothing but good things to say about you. Why do you think that is? Do you think you connect know. well with a lot of I people?
2: Or? All my friends are assholes. So I think that's <laughs> what it is.
0: Well, I mean, like, you know, I'm just...
2: Assholes I'm just, will always say nice things about other assholes outside of they're an (laughs) asshole, right?
0: (laughs) Well, you've been on podcasts and interviews before, and, you know, they talk you up very nicely, and, um, you know, I'm just impressed.
2: My my friend, not all my friends are assholes. They're cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Dude, that's fine. I I try to treat people how I want to be treated, and I just always think, like, I guess this is its probably just a general way of thinking, right? Like I'm not going to act like a fucking total dick to somebody that I like talking to or like, (laughs) right. So like, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I, it probably has to do with upbringing, you know what Mm. I mean? And giving people that amount of respect and, and humility and, Probably because I also try to, like, I always try to help people, even if it's outside of my means.
1: That's right. That's a good way to, you know, go about
2: life. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's why. Maybe because people see that and they're like, oh, man, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty cool.
0: And that is part one of our interview with DJ Dean Z. Stay tuned for part two, and if you want to find him, check out www.twitch.tv backslash dnz415 and his Instagram at dnz underscore one. See you later.